0: Okay, my love, it is so good to see you it and it's the first time we're catching up since you've moved to Tulum and I've moved to Sedona, so we've both been in massive transitions. Um, I'd love for you to just share a little bit about you, who you are, so that everyone can just start to get to know you a little bit, um, but actually first before you do. Lila is one of my dearest soul sisters, even though we don't hop on zoom and catch up all the time. Like when we're in person, we just drop in and Lila has genuinely been one of the biggest and I'll just say this right to you right now, babe, like you truly have been one of the biggest expanders for me and like just interacting with you a handful of times in person in Maui. My life, 1 million percent shifted to trajectory. And so that feels emotional to even share that. And it's vulnerable because it's true. And that's just the way you carry yourself as a woman is so deeply inspiring. And I've only done solely chats solo so far. So you're my very first woman to come on board with me and drop into these solely chats together and I can't think of anyone better to do that. So thank you for being here.
1: Thank you, my love, for having me. Thank you for yeah, you know, just the deep connection and the deep drop-ins. We just immediately shared your full openness to our, you know, star soul family and just such sisterhood support and curiosity of you know the topics that I was just integrating in my life, all the, to see birthing and motherhood topics and uh, staying in the dharma womb activations. You know, you bringing so much beautiful coatings for new earth sacred union, new new earth business models, things like that. You know, just ah oh, yeah. So I am. Thank you in deep gratitude I value you so much and like your way of doing things and so I'm like oh my gosh I just can't wait for this podcast to to be out there for anything that you put your hands on it's like next level magic Mm -hmm. and truly like rebirthing this earth to a higher frequency so thank you so much Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you. Oh my gosh. So good. Um, I have so many questions for you because I'm curious about everything you're up to, what you're experiencing in Tulum. And one backstory I want to give everyone is the time that I first invited you on to that property we were living. No, the second time. And there was fruit trees everywhere. And you discovered the yeah. star apple tree. <laughs> <sighs> And the way that you and your beautiful daughter, Andara, who's like, well, not like, is an earth angel, <laughs> um, you, the way you were so present with just that fruit tree, the way that you picked the the fruit and opened the fruit and like, let yourself be enamored and just opened and the way you both just tasted it and you like scream you're like oh my gosh this is just goddess yoni fruit and like you let yourself get turned on by that fruit tree that was just the purest expression of femininity and that was when I was like okay this this woman I need in my life to show me what it means to just be in bliss you know, just to open and soften and be present with those simple, yet the best parts of life, the juice, the juice of life. So with that said, I know that you also experience contrast just like every other human. And so tell me like, what's been going on since you've landed in Tulum, what's been opening up for you and just anything you want to share. I want to know everything that's on your heart. (laughs)
1: Okay, so i hope you all have time for the next 20 hours i'm gonna yes. <laughs> i'm here for it girl <laughs> wow my love i mean tulum is a vortex it's such a powerful portal uh, activating you know manifestation space there's underwater river that opens in these holes as cenotes, and it's like underneath the entire grounds so just the the waves of cleansing things that are not serving you and instant manifestation like there's just like such a, it's such a power spot mm-hmm. and you Also, I don't even know when I wasn't uh, in a vortex or in a power spot, you know, because like, Mm. met my beloved in Guatemala, like Atitlan, went to Costa Rica, lived in Thailand and Bali, Uh, (laughs) you know, all the volcanic places, how I birthed my uh, daughter on the big island, Maui, you know, so like uh, Tulum, it's... um, The only way we are living is in the vortexes. And it seems from the outside, we're always on a holiday. And from the inside, we're always doing some transformation work, next level upgrades. So I'm always saying I just need a holiday for my holiday. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, Tulum has been truly both. Um, I actually... Even though I didn't realize, I mean, I was realizing I was feeling it a lot. And even though Hawaii is such a tropical paradise, I still actually carried such a heavy load from those 10 months of becoming like giving birth and becoming a mother of two and uh, carrying the financial stress of the Hawaii Crisis, while not having any support with the kids, with the work, you know, like so, mm-hmm. it was actually and and just the 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 whole transition from having a very active uh, toddler, three, two and a half, three year old, you know that was just integrating having this little sister and trying to play with her in all the rough and wrong ways (laughs) we were just like no no gentle you know so that just that whole over like overload on my nervous system and like stress and survival like those were the some of aspects although there was a lot of bliss magic abundance fruits you know all of that bliss Um, but I really felt it as I arrived to Tulum it was so beautiful because suddenly almost like the energetics of Tulum were able to hold both the divine feminine divine masculine started to really balance and I think the biggest work we've done in our relationship was real polarization Um, from, I feel like when we met with my beloved, we were both more in the feminine energies and then, um, I felt like I really went more into the masculine frequency in Hawaii um just like showing up for from my birth showing up for the financial aspect for everything
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um and now I was able to like we were able to start polarizing and creating that final beautiful switch and healing beautiful that was a big one that we were doing in all aspects mostly energetics and then it just showed up in the financial part in the romantic part in the relational with you know in the community in the family aspect so but there were just like really big milestones where for example I didn't even know if we were eating tomorrow but I would be so sick in Tulum, like there were these ways of, of fever or just like these weird things that really like held me in the feminine and almost like I couldn't or my or children wouldn't be sick. And so I wasn't able to like save us or show up or like sell something or, you know, do another activation. Just like I had to just like lay flat in that feminine and let the energetic, like really work inwards in that full certainty and trust my divine masculine provides for me effortlessly, you know, like, of course, the divine masculine protects, provides, is a safe container for our family, for all our dreams, manifestations. He's able to hold it all, you know, just I had to anchor that as a certainty and no more doubting or, you know, no more 90%. <laughs> it had to go hundred percent, you know, mm-hmm. there were some aspects where, um, You know, with my son, we were switching from almost like him being like these gods which they are as they are born the babies are the god and they're worshipped you know they're <laughs> cleaned and wiped and fed and breastfed and carried you know to now as he's almost stepping into four really shifting it as being like he needs to know what are the consequences to his actions he needs to show up and help support this family you know be uh be a part and and there was like an energetic uh, reset of Daniel really showing up as the leader. Sometimes my my boy Star, his name is Star, and he's such a Star child. He's like, "I'm the leader. Follow me. Let's go!" Here. You know, and so <laughs> like, yes, that's a good game. Yeah, in the energetics, mm. where we were we were doing a lot, and then. You know, Tulum, oh my goodness, Tulum is just such a magical, expansive, cut through the bullshit, you know, kind of, but just deeply supportive, high frequency vortex. So it's been so much like a celebration, you know, and it's blasphemous, opulent, just um, like indulging in the divinity being embodied you know because you are connected you're always on the path solid right? but you can enjoy it you know there's just so much beauty and the beach and the events and so like so much magic and it's like it like it can be expressed on all levels you know there's just so many beautiful brands that we were working with jewelry with outfits with you know just all the beautiful nice experiences we wanted in our life. Um, so it was like a, Big balance of doing deep work and and realignment, but not in uh, places where it's so dense that it feels like struggle. It feels like scarcity. It feels like survival. It feels like I'm all alone in it. You know. No, right. so it was in a place where it feels like bliss. It feels like celebration. It feels like wow, heaven on earth. You know, and like the community has our back, and we're so that we're doing this together. Mm-hmm. You know, so. That's the beauty of Tulum for sure. Wow. Yeah.
0: I love that. Okay. So much there that you just shared. Going back to the polarity, that is a huge conversation I think is coming up in the world right now, especially in the conscious communities of women and recognizing, oh my gosh, we've been in this boss babe culture and we're quite like good at it. <laughs> and we can do it. And it's like, we proved to ourselves, we can do it. And it's amazing. And where is it having an impact on our unions and our men and also on our families, you know, and also noticing like, am I even c- providing this space for him to rise? Mm-hmm. And my curiosity for you, because I know in my journey with this, we're very much like we've been going through that together um, I've had to, like you said, surrender and let go of those security fears and those, that knowing that I could do it, but then not. And so I'm, I'm curious for you. What did you, what were you scared? Did you have fears show up and um, how did you navigate that?
1: Yeah. I mean, huge fears, my love. It's like, next level intense when you're breastfeeding you you know you have two children you're like those like basics of like food accommodation uh housing and you know we live a very very on the edge life Okay. So we create so much magic because we have so little security and, you know, some people are like, well, how can you like, you know, they think we're like, no, we, we're just doing it. And by that trust, that surrender Mm -hmm. and those leaps, that's how you, you manifest life. Like we're living. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the other hand, you know, it's like, there's some moments that you have to be so courageous and so willing and so trusting and so uncertain and powerful and connected to source and to your divinity to actually not turn back and like, or be traumatized or be like, okay, now I need a nine to five job or something like right. that. <laughs> so, <laughs> <totally>. <laughs> like it just really went next level with, uh, with the second mm-hmm. pregnancy and the whole, uh, yeah you know like so there were huge fears huge fears and also like I was we like it's a work of two and it was almost like maybe my belief systems were fully matched by his woundings you know, of for example, I'm Taylor. I'm not worth enough or uh, good enough, or I don't know how to do this. And so we were really, and I'm grateful for our timeline in Hawaii because mm-hmm. I really got to feel and really understand the the U.S.
0: conditioning. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's big. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I know it's huge and it's almost like the polarity is fully reversed the men and women in the U.S. and western worlds also now
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it's such a reversal of role Mm -hmm. of worthiness of energetics you know and so and there's not really like role models of the divine masculine and divine feminine of the you know the full truth and wholeness of those energetics and also it's like we're all finding that sacred union within but I mean like it just where so many layers that we had to face and almost like decode yeah it was exactly. like such a like it was intense because I didn't understand and then I had to fully live it to start understanding and decoding and like you know it's just like we're probably all doing it in our ways and on our path right because we we also have that inner compass of we know how this should feel and we know mm-hmm. how we, you know it's how like we are meant to be thriving and how what are the building blocks of the thrival and so for me you know especially in in motherhood and it's not like there's it's not disempowering. Like there needs to be an empowering steps for women to be fully relaxed and feminine and empowered, but not empowered by making the money or being able to pump and go to work. And, you know, actually like the true empowerment that empowers our next generation that empowers the entire planet, you know? And it's been a devotion. Like I spent four years of, you know, devoting myself to that, to actually have pregnancies filled with bliss, mm-hmm. births, mm-hmm. natural, ecstatic, you know, like actually with presence. A family where there's presence, where there's quality time, where there's, you know, like all of that is so. Oh, and Barry's just knocking on the door. Let me know. Oh, bring...
0: Yeah, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> You
1: wanted to come see. Oh, you wanted to come see mommy. <laughs> oh, come see mommy. <laughs>
0: oh, hi, gorgeous. Oh, I might, I might oh. <laughs> yeah. absolutely precious.
1: Yeah, and you know, this is so important to like have like to feel included and this is also a body of work that I've been doing you know I've been able to work with her on my breast as she was born you you know and so it's it's not saying like women will not work we
0: will
1: not you know uh, contribute or or bring abundance and build the dreams. yeah but like we have our cycles we have children we're like we're tending mm-hmm. to so much and and that is not like that's not like a little aspect of womanhood it's the major it's the huge part of womanhood so uh-huh. we need to be majorly accepted and included in our
0: workspace you oh, know chills yes <laughs> yes yes yes
1: yeah and also we need a long time we need the pampering you know so so there's just so much to start navigating when you want to be in your in all of your archetypes and not just limit yourself in one and by expanding yourself into that embodiment you're expanding your man to be all of the archetypes he can take rest, he can be in his man cave, he can be spiritual but he can also provide, he can be romantic, he can be the leader you know there's just so many archetypes he is given by you embodying yours and the children too they can be their star children geniuses there can be little and they can be you know with the mom but they can be adventurous they can have their activities it's like all of those uh you know it's beautiful it's beautiful to thrive and to be soul led as a woman in the partnership, in the family flow, mm. you know? And it's oh, like,
0: yeah. <laughs> when you really got that moment, like where you, the universe clearly orchestrated for you to be sick so that you couldn't show up in a certain way. That's like hilarious, actually. <laughs> You're like, okay, I get the point. And so in that, did you notice that your divine masculine masculine counterpart your beloved that he that energetically that he stepped in in a different way just because you paused and leaned back
1: you know it was almost like he was always there showing up he was never not there (laughs) my doubting of him being able to do it or like my not full surrender or letting go was just you know creating the yeah the stress in my body or you know or would or would block um, the the appreciation, the like the full circle. Yes. So he's showing up at like, you know, it was almost like I was throwing rocks underneath these. Yes. <laughs> because there was I didn't find it like it was showing up enough or or you know, there wasn't yeah. enough appreciation. I wasn't fully trusting or surrendered, or you know, so mm-hmm. so I feel like actually he was always there, but mine um my surrender
0: oh this one this
1: one no my surrender <laughs> made it um shifted my reality and my dimension so absolutely. i absolutely receive my masculine you know I totally I
0: relate to that
1: it <laughs> is there um did I let him you know and so that was the line and also as we women it is the the rising of the feminine you know and maybe we're like taking on too much yes we feel like we have to like show up for the lack of the masculine the divine yeah. masculine they're still like making you know but no they're here uh, truly you know and they are yeah If we decide to believe that with certainty, if we decide to trust them, if we decide to give them all the space to fill.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: For sure.
0: Sometimes I'd even have thoughts or say things that I would literally, hey, chica. (laughs) Sometimes I would have thoughts that literally sounded like my grandmother's thoughts. Like her thoughts about men, her mm-hmm. thoughts about the masculine. And so it was like an ancestral thing for me too, to realize, oh wow, the way we see men and the way we almost belittle them at times and try to control them and tell them what to do and basically be the men in the in the relationship and by di- trying to direct them. I noticed how limiting that was and disrespectful and, not really seeing the best in them exactly as you mentioned so thank you for sharing that
1: you know and there was a phase like i understand like you know in my my both grandmothers the grandfathers were alcoholic you know like exactly. to show up and be so strong and they were living in the like like in the nature you know just like taking care of animals of the field of the children like and also have to like navigate just the whole family because the men were traumatized or disconnected and like went into these addictions and yeah. uh, so there's a lot of it
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: but we have awakened to a golden age to a new earth to a timeline Mm -hmm. you know that also they are showing us they are of it and we are of it too and we've awakened to what really is our dream life and that's also what we're manifesting and that's who's meeting us and that's how we're doing it in sacred unions you know the time Mm -hmm. of sacred unions of sacred families Mm -hmm. is really here Mm -hmm. and the moment you awaken to that and take it as your embodiment, it is. Yeah. <gasps> Let's not
0: touch the computer. Oh, yeah, there's a huge awakening going on with the families, like you said, the sacred family. And I really wonder just if that's the true way to shift the world is by coming home. To ourselves but also oh what's there <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> coming home to ourselves and coming home to our families and and looking at the energetics of our family unit and then like you said recoding those energetics what's possible from there so i okay. love let me yeah. take this little let
1: me okay. take this <laughs> okay, okay. i want to show you something i want to show you something Okay. Sorry, my
0: love. That's okay, Anne. No (laughs) worries. And I don't want to take too much of your time. So even just this conversation was so, so powerful. I don't know if you've heard of the book, Keys to the Kingdom. No. It's an older book and it's by Alison Armstrong and she talks about the seven stages that men go through and really how we as women can celebrate them and so I've learned so much in that book and also it just gives language to what you're already doing, what we're already doing and, and really tuning into um, but check it out and anyone listening, Keys to the Kingdom, it's been really powerful for me.
1: Amazing, yeah, you yeah. am really gonna, I'd love to get that book and drop into it oh yes I mean you know really like how do we want to grow through suffering punishment shame blame or you know through appreciation deep honor respect celebration of the stages right and so Mm -hmm. it's just about bringing more self-love to ourselves and cultivating more just love 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 and then we can truly hold ourselves the men the children the entire planet in this beautiful stage of evolution we are you know we can be like oh the world is going so wrong and we're gonna die (laughs) this is terrible you know or we can be like loving this stage of evolution because we're learning we're purging we're you know opening our eyes to everything that we're going to you know we don't want to be choosing anymore and and making the right choices and we're we're opening ourselves to to be more love and community and i mean what a beautiful so much is like in the air i don't know if you feel it too but i just feel like people are really feeling to to start living in communities like to start creating like we'll be building beautiful ascension temple homes that are like you know kind of like earthships we're calling them temple ships because it's connected with the earth it's all of the environmental eco-sustainable aspects because we don't want to be living in homes that are poisoning you killing you you know radiating you so that's the basic necessity for our well-being and our children's well-being onward Um, so much extra toxicity coming into our lives and so much so we need to like really like take a stand for that but also it's like a combination of it's not just going backwards and just like now living by the fire and with the earth, you know, and we have all of this evolution. We have all of this AI and green technology and all these new, you know, codes and everything so it's like the it's a combination of that highest technology and green luxury and and connection you know so so we can actually start it can keep expanding with in harmony you know and so the smaller we break it up to smaller communities so we can so thrive and overflow and then we can be connected because we are connected and we are in this global awakening, but we you know like really yeah anchoring those strong foundations so we can thrive in the
0: in the real way is that your vision? Well, I, I'm hearing that's your vision. Is that something you guys are wanting to bring to, to Loom specifically? Are you wanting to be in Tulum long-term? Because I know you have such a deep connection to Bali as well. So I'd love to know what's going yeah.
1: on. So I feel like Tulum is, because it's such a manifestation portal i feel like this is going to be the spot where it happens the soonest you know for us with our manifestations so we're already looking at lands that have like cenotes uh, and we can start as uh we are already talking with beautiful like geo architects um so it's going to be all in the secret um geometry design, and just all of those details everything that we really dream of and want and have consciousness around like putting that intentionally into a living space and into a community so but we are also going to traveling next week to costa rica we're going to envision Oh, and we'll spend maybe six weeks there also doing a little documentary and interviewing other conscious communities things like that so uh-huh. I really feel that it is happening everywhere it's happening in Costa Rica, in Tulum, in Hawaii it's happening in Bali, in Thailand you know, it's happening in US, in Europe um, and how can we connect? <laughs> it's not but she's good she's playing okay, okay. Um, we, Daniel and our my is there too Okay. Cool. So how can we you know connect those and how can we you know we might all tap into this consciousness very soon mm-hmm. where we receive you know like it becomes like when like the hundred and one monkey
0: mm. yes
1: yes yeah. Me tune in, you know, like so. We're now all downloading this template how do we look in harmony with the biohacking with the new technology we in a community that's super thriving that's super abundant we're all overflowing you know and it's like almost like i feel like we're literally at a point where next year from september or like this september i really feel that we're gonna go into it and that there's gonna be just this upgrade of like everybody's doing it everybody's living it and we know how you know boom
0: yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I want to let you get back to Indara. Um, <laughs> this was so potent just this time together. There's so much more. I want to discuss more. Like I'd love to have you back on and we can talk about birthing your birth stories. Oh, everything on-
1: we have still 15 minutes. If okay.
0: Yeah. Up. Then anything that you, what, what's really on your heart? Do you want to talk about that more community pieces? And, um how you feel commu- supported by community do you want to discuss I mean I'm obsessed with birth but I don't think you have enough time to share
1: I know I want to we should come about,
0: back to that
1: I want to talk about birthing yes <laughs> um birthing is yeah I'm obsessed with birthing too
0: and um yeah <laughs> and uh, what I'll say on that is I knew that I wanted to, when that time comes, birth in a completely, well, new but ancient way. (laughs) And you showed me what's possible and the way that you owned your intuition and your connection with both Star and Andara in that birthing portal. It just was everything I needed to hear. And now I hear all these other birth stories and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I wish Lila was like talking to the world about her codes on this so just with the time that if you want to talk about it like tell me like yeah everything that you you want to share about this
1: Mm. yeah and you know you can also just drop in a specific question but it it is our birthright it's like our most crucial basic birthright to to birth ecstatically, to birth naturally, to birth in love, to birth yeah. uh, as the most empowering, sacred ceremony of, you know, the transition from maiden to mother as welcoming new generation, like literally just like heaven on earth. Where And it's like, once again, like, because I spent the last month of my pregnancy in u.s Mm -hmm. feel just the layers of conditioning and i have very little layers of conditioning actually that i work through Um, but i think there's a lot there's just Mm -hmm. what is normalized is absolutely not
0: normal totally
1: (laughs) what's normalized in society is the least normal Mm -hmm. but in all aspects of life you know so it's like it's so crucial to do your inner work to do your deconditioning to come to your true nature you Mm. know to your pristine essence to your Mm. soul-led embodiment and and to start listening from that place and pregnancy is one of the preconception Conception pregnancy is literally the best time of a woman's life to do that. If there's anything still lingering, if there's any conditionings or concepts still around, you know, everything in your life, this is time to really tear them down and just pour more love and to just really... uh, become true with yourself and and to step into your power you know so so really what like I am the most passionate at uh at supporting and leading women through womb activations uh and through like a whole just mentorship or or kind of being there you know like I've done Mm -hmm. blood trainings as well but I fully believe that I can, we can guide and we can be there as a support and that women can even free birth and can, you know, have support in deconstructing everything, all the woundings and conditionings. So they are birthing in the most empowered state and that we let go of. So when I was uh, birthing my daughter my second child i was blessed to receive uh this activation from arcturians and they fully stripped away the entire belief of pain at birth for for the entire collective humanity you know because we're like we're like the 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 truths that we're holding is just you know our like family truth generational societal country uh, and you know human collective planet Mm -hmm. earth truths you know so there's Mm -hmm. like layers of and so you really have to do like a planetary work with your consciousness
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um to you know to to be free
0: <laughs> oh my gosh i love that that's so beautiful now you shared that you don't have a lot of conditioning in this area but when you came into the states there was a lot of conditioning and fear that people were bringing up so my question is did you notice any fear for you at all leading up to your birth with star and with andara um specifically like the fear of death or did you just, and, and first of all, I think that we have to face off with that fear. If we're going to choose birth, sovereign birth, we have to face our fear of death. Um, If that is our fear, mm-hmm. so that it doesn't hold us back from birthing in that sovereignty. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm curious about your experience with that. Did you, did you have fear of death? that's a deep
1: question and who i have chills because it's really like that it, you went straight to the core i feel like mm-hmm. because that is that gives you a liberation to fully birth truly you know in sovereignty like you really named it and um you know i didn't really had like a deep you have to face it i remember towards the birth you know there's like a stage where yes. you you go with it internally. For me, it wasn't that big because, just because of my deep connection with my soul, with the souls of my children. Yes. And I've seen them, like I've seen the birth, I've seen the souls that are coming through. I channeled like their like their embodiment. I know what is their mission on planet earth. So mm-hmm. I I had a full certainty of them being absolutely healthy, Perfect, divine, oh. uh, coming, divine timing, imperfection. Like I've witnessed them in, you know, the highest uh, version of them. Oh. And I've seen the timeline and what they're bringing on earth. So mm. it wasn't really like, like you
0: just knew I knew you know
1: because I was led by my visions by my intuition and by this connection with my children so of course there's not going to be anything wrong and that gave me all that certainty of you know knowing that I can have a fully natural or free birth Mm -hmm. Um, I did Try for a free birth the first time but also just the the entire disconnection from birth I didn't even know what I was going into you know like that whole so I do think that there's a beautiful way to be supported by women that actually know where you're going and you know they know what stages you have to pass through and they're holding you through it but you know the second time I really felt like okay like I know exactly what we're going into yeah yeah just on the on the on some levels you know because you're always going to the highest mystery
0: sure yeah
1: like yeah. and what came through the second birth the frequencies the the way I birthed her you know like all the downloads the ceremony I had while birthing this soul you know <laughs> my daughter was <laughs> like extremely profound but there needs to be some more awareness there needs to mm-hmm. be a education but Mm. not fear-based education you know actually like a true education of what birth is
0: right exactly
1: the birth as a natural aspect of life as a
0: natural completion of you know like Mm. it's I one of my favorite distinctions is that free birth is just birthing in your complete own sovereignty and that like you as the mother, as the woman choose, chooses what happens, you know, you get to decide. So even in your first experience, me knowing your full story, which we should have you come back on to share to me, that was still a free birth because you chose every step of the way, what you wanted. No one imposed the fear on you. You just knew, Oh yes, this is the next right step. And Yeah, that's that's what is the truth. Like is that you get that choice and there's not that fear put on you. So in that, when you share your birth stories with people, because I've I've tried, like <laughs> I get so passionate about birth sovereignty that I use you as an example and I'll share both stories. I'll be like, Do you have two hours? Cause let me tell you this girl's birth story. <laughs> and it's funny, you know, very few people want to hear it fully because of, it's It's almost like they want me to know afterwards all the stories they've heard that have also gone wrong versus celebrating what's possible. And so I, I see both, I get it, but do you ever get met with that where someone goes, oh, but this girl I know did, tried to do that and this happened, and it was tragic and And so I just was wondering, you know, how you navigate that and what your truth is around it. You know, do you you see both sides? I
1: feel like I've just had such a strong protection of like, and like a strong boundary each time. So first time, that's what, like, I went into my first birth not knowing anything because I couldn't read about anything. Everything was fear-based, Totally, but then, you know, so I was like, I have no idea. And I'm like, I literally went fully naive, not like zero imprints, you know? So I was birthing on a remote island, on the beach, in the, in the ocean for 20 hours getting all dehydrated you know but like so mm-hmm. there's it's good to have awareness and i'm so grateful for there there's like you know free birth society there's birth keepers out there already collecting knowledge that is serving totally. which you know w- without the fear imprint mm-hmm. and that's really important you know and so I gained my own knowledge. And then for the second birth, I think I was like more aware and got a few snippets from the Free Birth Society, you know, so so you are empowered in birth. And that was really the, the thing that shifted. But mm-hmm. for both births, there was such a protection. So so mm-hmm. the second birth, I was 42 and a half weeks pregnant, which entire the entire birth society would be absolutely freaking out inducing me um yeah. midwife, not a lot. this is an un, un,
0: uh, totally just- dangerous bad wrong yeah
1: i'm awful oh, <laughs> i like, <I'm>
0: awful yes <laughs> child <laughs> neglect like whatever you want to label that let us take this child
1: from you, cut you open and inject it. And just because that's better than whatever you're doing naturally, you know, like, so, so I didn't care at all. And every, and there were very few people, you know, I was in Hawaii staying with a friend that was freaking out few friends that also were like super spiritual, deeply mm. uh connected women with already children, freaking out, wow. you know, sending me like warning messages. But it was like the shield and the knowing of what I'm doing was so strong and the way I was feeling more and more orgasmic every single day, how my womb was dropping and everything was softening. And I was just like, (laughs) you know, I was there, I was in it. I, I was the only person that knew what was happening and how good it felt and how orgasmic this is going to be and how much of a celebration how excited how in love I am with this baby girl already you know Mm -hmm. and just like I was in such celebration of my baby girl and and the mama pele. The, the volcanic goddess of the big island joined me in the most rapturous celebration of this birth. It was like this volcanic frequency, just like, like like she birthed crystals and Andara crystals, you know. Yes. And I birthed my baby girl Andara, and. Um, she was born before we started.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but wow.
1: I remember we were just like starting and I was like sending a voice message around 8 p.m. Like, we're all set up. I'm in the bathtub. I think we're starting. And she was born 9 p.m. Like yeah. I just <laughs> went into this like, oh my gosh. Like the body knew the, mo- the amount mm. of celebration. Mm. We were fully naked, fully free, yeah. making out. You know, I was just like, watching Daniel's lingam he was massaging me pouring water over my back kissing me just like really we were everything he did and how we created the space was so ecstatic that any kind of intensity that came through was translated into ecstasy into orgasmic you know and because we were like, it was so beautiful. This is also a second birth when the body already knows. I was so hydrated, you know? So nice. the opening was just, there was no pause. Every wave that came just just progressed, progressed, you know, opened. And and then I was like, wow, something really big was coming through. And I had a millisecond moment. That was the only time the fear came. I was like, that's when I was like, should I check, am I dilated? What's happening? Like, am I gonna tear? in that moment, I could contract and I surrendered. It was true. You know, this fear was the ego being blasted open. I (laughs) tear up, not physically, but literally into like 10,000 pieces. I became one. I went straight to source consciousness merged with everything that exists the the universe was just like fireworks 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 just like so much ecstasy and celebration as her head just came out you know no pushing she just like one just rapturous wave coming through me Mm -hmm. and the surrender and the remembrance of like who we are, like the empowerment that came through, the union with the entire universe as we birth these children, you know, the imprint that I got as a mother and the imprint that my baby girl got to be birthed and celebrated by the entire universe with the land with the volcano with us you know the love we felt for each other we looked we i gazed with daniel we looked at each other and i was literally just witnessing him with the highest highest Reverence, respect, love, devotion, honor. I saw him as this mighty God with twelve hands that just did everything. He was there. He was, you know, he just held the space. He knew exactly what to do, and you know, and and he was like my anchor and like my God, and I was his God as birthing, you know, in this primal, rapturous, angelic, you know, blizgasmic way and. We've had a lot of beautiful, beautiful moments and ceremonies, and our sacred union, and wedding, and the birth of our child. But that moment was even beyond. It yeah. was like it was the deepest of love and devotion and respect and sacredness I've ever felt in my
0: life. Oh
1: my and goodness. this is how we birth
0: children. Oh. Mm. yes sister yes 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 all the chills the feels the tears like thank you (sighs) you know so
1: and this can happen you know in all the ways of how birth is it can happen in an ambulance in a car in a hospital in a bathtub on the bed in different positions but just to have this empowerment sovereignty this love and celebration to like to be there in this highest presence you know mm. it's really what's going to change the, the the foundations of family the the rate of of just like this stress and uncoupling and separation that happens in those first few years is also probably because of the wound that comes at birth, you know, just like the separation. We're not meant to be birthed with the first separation wound. No, you know, we're birthed in wholeness and in union and in family. Wow. That's what hopefully we're we're stepping into, you know, 100. without judging any any of the births. But you know, of course, like, this is this is probably the evolution or or where we we would love to all go. This is
0: my wish for humanity. Yes, exactly, and it's it's nothing like you said. It's not a judgment or a shaming of any story or any experience. It's just you and with my passion too, holding the possibility of something else. And if you want that great claim it. And if not, that's okay too. But this is what you and I desire. This is what we stand for. And it's just a Testament to your willingness to trust your body and trust yourself, your intuition for you to be so connected and intentionally connected. And then trusting that that gave me permission to trust my own body even more, because even on our conception journey, it's been longer than what most people should say it should, right? And so that a lot of people can come in with what I need to fix, change, do differently. And for me, I see it as the greatest spiritual assignment to decondition and to come into the woman I desire to be and am, that my soul knows I am in order to be the mother I want to be in order to birth how I want to birth. And so if that's taking longer, fuck. Yeah. Like I'm just allowing it and I'm not going to, I'm just going to stand in that knowing. And so that thank you for sharing that piece about everyone around you was in fear, but you had to just trust yourself mm-hmm. and yes.
1: that's everything. Really chills, my love because you know. It's not just anyone coming through right now, especially Mm -hmm. your child is not just like any soul. It's like, they're already working with you and the level where (laughs) they want, you You know, like, it's like, that's why it feels so good. Also, like your journey, this whole transformation and healing this, like this time, because you're, you're, you're on the path. It's already happening,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and so and there's divine time and divine order, and so it would feel very wrong to not be on divine time. It feels yes. so right because you are on the divine time. That's mm-hmm. why there's complication. That's why it's wrong when when wrong time is forced on pregnancy and on births.
0: Yes, yes. So,
1: exactly. like the intelligence. Like for me, we are the closest to the source intelligence in these months and in these moments and these days and these last hours and the birth. It's just like the intelligence of universe was made for this, to know exactly beyond the cables and frames and, you know, and machines. And like, I'm sorry, they are- don't compare they absolutely don't compare to the intelligence that's orchestrating this and so um you know like trusting that like It's crazy what everything happens even prior to conception. Like before I even knew I'm having children, I started to drink green juices for dinner for two months as I arrived to Bali. My body was already preparing preparing. for conception without consciousness. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And so we don't know. And maybe it was already doing like, we don't even know how deep we are, how many years we've been preparing, right? Right. So... Just because you become conscious of like, oh, I want a child, like doesn't mean that like you get to pick your time. Exactly.
0: Yes, exactly. It's like just because we've sensed their presence and of course I yearn for them, it who would I be to say like they need to pick my timing to fulfill anything in me or anything for me. It's like, no, like, how can I become more of who I'm actually meant to be, who I desire to be? And then they'll choose when they're ready. And it's of course required many deaths and surrender and trust falls. And of course, in the beginning, earlier years, it was like coming from that place of what's wrong. Is there something wrong? And now it's like, no, I'm never, I'm never going to doubt myself again. And I'm just going to go one step at a time and even just moving here and and actually having a home and nesting and coming more into my feminine and slowing down and letting go of all the work stuff I was doing, like just these pieces alone. And that's only like 1% of how these souls have already been working on me, you know? Mm -hmm. And so even just meeting you like has been a huge piece in my conception journey, honestly. And that's why like, I already have the vision of when I'm going to call you one day and share like that it's here and I get tears in my eyes it's just because you really have just done so much for me sister and in who you are and I feel like my babies have like a soul contract with you because they're like hey pay attention pay attention so Beautiful. Thank you.
1: yeah oh, thank you so much. and this is my soul's calling because actually I just have a friend like so I've been taking a break mm. Because you know you're you're doing so much inner work and so much transformation and with pregnancies, I tend to stop and pause on my womb activations, yes. and uh, also, like, you know, the first a year, I would say, you know, it was six months, eight months with my first child. And then we had also more support. And then now it's more like one year and two months, like actually, that now I'm able to to feel like, you know, my moon cycle came back, and I'm more like, more ready to actually like start working in this area so it's been very sweet some women have been coming to my field for example even just like clearing the womb from some abortion or miscarriages and then like the whole preparation and so I really feel so grateful, and like so in alignment with being there during the whole stage and even you know postpartum, and so like being like a frequency anchor oh, wow. and like help help to move and shift and you know like uh, take out those fears and to just really hold what we were talking all of all of that. As a normal, instead of being in like one of a kind and like yes, but all of that 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 happened is like yeah, but this can be our new normal, right. and I'm standing that and I'm offering that mm-hmm. to women to humanity, and I'm just like I know that it's my life's work in uh-huh. a way, and I also know that I don't have to rush because it's like gonna happen soul by soul, and then by thousands
0: and by millions,
1: <laughs> and there we are, you know. So
0: yeah, <laughs> already. Is. So are you taking clients right now for this type of mentorship? Or are you mostly doing in-person stuff and then just sharing with everyone before you pop off um, any way that people can connect with you, work with you, find you?
1: Uh, so I am now starting to open this container to like be a birthkeeper, your guide for conception, pregnancies, birth. Mm -hmm. in person on zoom uh, online you know it's like i can see this beautiful dance of souls of connecting and you know also like either the source will always orchestrate you know if it needs to be online or if it needs to be in person if you know like meant to be in those places i flying or like all of that it just is gonna be the synchronicity it's gonna be it's gonna feel right so mm-hmm. like I already know that there's that's gonna be the way of this um uh, of, of this way of this container or this um holding space so yes. yeah this is my deep truth and it's been kind of coming back online so yeah, yeah i think that and some vision uh, for sure um, yeah, um, be in touch with me message me uh whoever you know you're listening and this is uh a powerful topic for your soul or your
0: feeling called to connect find me on instagram mm-hmm. yeah um i'll uh, put your handle in the show notes perfect yay oh amazing goddess thank you thank you thank you i can't wait to the next time we get to connect and just so excited for your work in the world keep shining mm-hmm. keep flying flying and just saying a prayer that you just continue to receive all the blessings of this earth realm and of life and beyond
1: yeah thank you angel and yes to to round two and okay, amazing. a little activation and you know we can uh, just really go even deeper <laughs> to these juicy topics. I mean, wow! Like uh, me and you, I love um, dropping in and yeah, really being real with what the world needs and what is our birthright.
0: Mm, totally. Love you so much. I love you so much, sis. All right. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Give everyone a hug for me. Daniel and Star and then and just so much love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Talk to you soon. Talk to you super soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.